Got it. Intro into the, <laughs> our latest podcast. Hey, man. All I'm going to say is... <laughs> You're a Rocky fan. If I can change, <laughs> you could change. Everybody can eat pizza. Everybody <laughs> can eat pizza. I should have named the episode, Everybody Can Eat Pizza. I know. You'll find out what this is later on, <sighs> everybody. But we just did an awesome episode. It's probably one of the best we've ever done. Wow. Um, Dennis uh, is emotional at the beginning of it. We get right into <laughs> some heavy stuff. And then we just end it on a light note. And it's just beautiful. We we like unconsciously made like almost a symphony type thing here. Symphony. You know, where it was started like, you know, like how symphonies start off like super low and then it ended up super high. It was awesome. It was good. So listen to it. Comment. uh, Give us your feedback. And uh, we thank you for all your mothers out there that give us your feedback. We appreciate it. (laughs) All you you mothers. (laughs) Thanks, mom. The DC Experiment. Good intro. <laughs> that is a good intro. Welcome to the DC Experiment, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dennis. I'm the D. And we're back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was that bad timing? Uh, a little. A little. Well. So he's Caleb and he's the C in the DC Experiment. That's true. I am. And we are back. We are back. Again. Back in the bunker for another wonderful conversation we get to have. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And we've it's been, been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I canceled last week or whatever, and we rescheduled for here. But here's the deal: is we've been hanging out for almost two hours this <laughs> evening, being like, "What are we going to talk about? Yeah, what are we going to we What are we going to do?" And then you just shared a really cool story. About this, watching a movie with your daughter. Yeah. And then you played this song. The song. And it kind of goes along to what we've been saying for a long time. Yeah, especially the last few episodes. About, you know, the stuff that we hide, the stuff Mm -hmm. that we carry, Mm -hmm. because we're afraid of people seeing the dark side of us or whatever, and we put on these faces. These masks. Yeah, you know, the, um, my, my, we first, I first heard about the, the show, actually was a Broadway play um a couple years ago we were on a road trip and my daughter was like hey this is cool neat music right she liked the songs that went to this thing she knew a little bit about the storyline but she hadn't seen the show either anyway and and but we had heard that it was going to be a movie anyway so now it's a movie and it's come out and it was called dear evan hansen and i tell you what my friend i haven't cried in a movie Mm. like that i don't know about ever um, it even makes me a little bit emotional talking about it now, but, um, there's a lot that goes on in this show, in this movie with, with relationships and masks and trying to just figure out life and the heaviness of some things. Um, and, and, you know, being something you're not, and then trying to, you know, come out with the truth about you know, what it is that's actually real, We're trying to figure out what's real. Um, there's just a lot in the, in the show, and it was I thought it was a really good um, movie. You know, I, I'm not going to give it away, so you guys... 
I think it's on Disney. I know you're not a Disney fan, but um, it's on Disney+. Plus. Dear Evan Hansen. Anyway, uh, it was a Broadway show. Apparently a really good one. Super, super good songs. And, and the singing is amazing in this, in this movie. Anyway, uh, one of the songs is called The Anonymous Ones. And it really hit me. Um, you know, because it, it talked about, you know, faking smiles and, uh, you know, the, the anonymous ones. They never let you see the hate they carry, you know, and that's typically for themselves. Um, they never let you, they never named the quiet pain they bury. Um, and then nobody wants to be anonymous. We're all hoping that we're not alone. We're hoping for someone to see us, right? Essentially, right? That we're, we're building walls of, of things, accomplishments and things like that, uh, to, to, to keep people thinking that maybe we're something we're not, or at least not to question our worth and our value because we're so busy doing things. I mean, it's just, there's a lot in this song. And um, one of the one of the lines that they say a lot towards the end of the song is the parts that you can't the parts you can't tell we carry them well, but that doesn't mean they're not heavy. And uh, they repeat that a lot in the song because it's true. Um, I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of heavy stuff. A lot of heavy stuff people are carrying whether you or me or some of our listeners. And I think a lot of times we put on a really good show and we try to make it so that people can't tell. You know, and I don't... It's probably not healthy. It doesn't seem like it is to bury those feelings or to build the walls. You know, I think the whole point of the song was that, you know, to, to be able to share those experiences and to share life and to, you know, be encouraged by other people and not feel alone. Exactly right there. Not feel alone. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, you know, heavy song, interesting subject matter, um, hit me pretty hard. Just because it, it kind of encapsulated some of the stuff that I've been dealing with for the last couple of years. You know, and so, anyways, it's a good show. I guess I would say I would recommend it if you get a chance. Well, I think... Uh it's true. You don't, we all want to be heard. Yeah. We all want to feel like we matter. Yeah. And uh, we don't want to feel alone. Right, right. And so to fit in, to find acceptance, the funny thing is we want to be accepted so bad that we fake who we are so that we're accepted because we're afraid of who we really are won't be accepted. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, whether it's rejection or um, failure or whatever, you know, lots of fears that people have yep. as to why they don't show their, whether they want to call it their true self or whatever self they, they want to share, right? Pieces of themselves anyway. Um, and the older I get, mm -hmm. the more I realize that 
I I have to be who I am. I have to be. And if I'm not accepted by somebody for that, then that's that's okay. Yeah. That's not bad. That person doesn't need to be my friend. Right, right. But for some reason, I think when you're younger, you're so desperate to establish these relationships and establish these connections that we'll do whatever it takes to make these relationships work. Yeah. But you realize that's not healthy. No. To be in a relationship where you're fake or you're not who you are because you're trying to make something there that's not really there. Yeah. You're torturing yourself and you're torturing that person. Right. It's not fair to them either. Yeah, it's not. It's not fair to them. Um, and so the older know. I get, the more, and I think this is what happens with like That's... old people or grumpy old men or whatever. <laughs> There's like, I am who I am. And right. if you don't like right. me and you don't want to be my friend, good. I don't have time. I want to wow. invest in relationships where people know where I stand, who yeah. I am, know the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they love me and are with me. And then I can be true to who I am. Right. I think we all want that. I think that the hard part, though, is that if you have developed close relationship and it was not fully honest or fully truthful, and then all of a sudden you go, well, this is who I really am. And that person goes, huh, well, now I think I need to question everything. Right. Seems like it would make, it would be reasonable right. to question everything about well, be, you. Yeah, because then you're like, well, who are you yeah, then? What's real? Yeah. Who, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get a little personal. What about our relationship is real? I, I, I'll get a little personal, and I'm, I'm, I have to apologize to my wife. Some of the stuff, and, and uh, we, we've talked a little bit about stuff that I've gone through over the last couple of years, just in me, um, and trying to, again, kind of figure out. Like what God's got for me and, and who he wants me to be is a little different from who I used to be. Mm-hmm. And my wife actually used those words. She's like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. We, we came to a point in our marriage, and this is a bit ago, where she goes, I, I, don't, I don't know who you are like anymore kind of a thing. Like, you know, and there's the whole like, you're not the guy I married. And I get that. We're all different. We all change over time. Yeah, we're right? all mature. Yeah. But to like, to have that like smack in the face of like, well, yeah, I'm I'm different. And so if this is your spouse, like how's your spouse supposed to relate to you if you're not really who they thought you were? Or if they're not, or if, if you're not wearing the same masks anymore, uh-huh. if all of a sudden you demask and it surprises that, don't be, I guess, don't be surprised if people are surprised. Maybe. I don't know how else to well, say that. The the first thing I would say mm-hmm. is you're not alone. I think this happens in marriages yeah. all the time. Okay, yeah, sure. All the time. That makes sense. And uh, you're definitely not alone on that. And um, I think it's how you deal with that that, you know, you mm-hmm. overcome that. Yeah, and so, I mean, the challenge, essentially, I took it as a challenge of, well, I guess... I need to do a better job of letting her get to know me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. or, or and 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 also getting to know her too, and and find out where we are now. Like we've been married almost thirty years. I well, mean, well, married twenty four. I think together almost thirty. I think year. you have to reevaluate and find out. Okay, well, 
since it's kind of starting from scratch again, what do we have in common? What points mm-hmm. can we come together on? Yeah. And that's a good starting point. Right, right. Um, because then it's like, okay, we thought we had these things that we were connected on that we're not anymore, mm-hmm. but we do agree with these few things. So sure. let's start there and build yeah. from there again. Right. But the, I think the terrifying thing was if if there was nothing <laughs> in common. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like if there were no connections that you both agreed upon or whatever, yeah. that yeah. would be... That would be terrifying. That'd yeah, absolutely be, terrifying. That'd be very hard. Especially and I think that happens all over the world. Well, I think also, and you know, I, I see it or I have seen it, I guess, in other people's lives. And, you know, you see it, you hear about things on TV or whatever. Um, where, you know, parents and families are so busy doing life, doing things, and honestly, parents focusing on the kids so much, shuttling the kids to this and that activity, this, you know, going to here, going to there. And then when their kids grow up and leave the house and the parents become empty nesters, they're like, I don't even know this person. Like oh, we've, we we've all heard those we stories. Haven't, yeah, yeah, we haven't spent enough time together over the last so many years. Uh, I have no idea who this person is who lives in my house, and and we even you know share a room or whatever. But and then they get to be like, there's no one else in the house but us, and they have. So that's the choice. That at that point, they go like, do we get to know one another, or do we just stop? See, I think that's a great example. See, you're experiencing it before your kids leave, but. I think a lot of people experience that, like, holy cow, who mm-hmm. is this person yeah. that I'm married to? Right. Uh, we had our jobs, yeah. and we had our roles yeah. when the kids were around. Now that the kids are gone, uh, who are you? Right. What do you enjoy doing? Because I don't like doing those things. You want to go to the mountains? I hate the mountains. <laughs> There's bugs up there. Whatever. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, you've got to... I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. That's hard. And I haven't got to that point yet. Right now... I'm in the thick of it with the children, and Kimberly and I do have our roles established, and we work hard as a team. And that is one thing that brings us together, because we feel like we're on a team. Well, yeah, I think kids are a wonderful tool to come together, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you still have to keep in your mind, what are we going to do when the kids are gone? I have no idea. Right? Because that... Maybe one travel. The, one of the nuggets that I uh, just we'll just keep interfering with our kids' lives. We'll just <laughs> maybe, we'll maybe. just hop from one kid to the next in their houses. What do you need help with? Oh, great! <laughs> and then their poor their poor wives would be like, "Oh gosh, your parents are here again." They'd be like, "Hey, we're here to help. What can we do? <laughs> Please go." We, we took a parenting class when my son was before my son was born so this was 20 years ago now we took a parenting class and one of the nuggets that i pulled i know right crazy how fast it goes one of the nuggets i pulled from this class essentially one of the things they said was the husband wife relationship has got to be the most important relationship in the house and that needs to be demonstrated to the children that mommy and daddy come first that the mommy and daddy's time together has to trump all the other time together because eventually, and this was the reason, eventually kiddos are going to leave. Uh-huh. Eventually kiddos are going to go off and have their own life. And if mommy and daddy's relationship isn't solid, there won't be a relationship after the kiddos are gone, right? But also at the same time, kids need to know, not to say that they're not important, but they need to know their place. They need to know that you are a welcome addition to our family, but our family is mommy and me, right? And that was one thing that we, I guess, 
we tried to do a decent job of, I guess, as, as, and so they, they, they talked about things like couch time and, you know, you come home from work and you spend the first 15 to 30 minutes on the couch, sitting there, having some face to face time. And if the kiddos come up, it's like, no, I need you to go over here and play because mommy and me are having some couch time. We're catching up on our day. We're talking about things. We're figuring, you know, how, how, how things are going and what we need to do and just kind of connect, right? Mommy and daddy need to connect on some things emotionally or mentally or just you know together and uh and then okay now we can engage with the kiddos well i think that has to go back to the start of this conversation Mm -hmm. because it's about clear communication Mm. not putting on the masks not pretending to be something we're not yeah and that includes obviously with your spouse so like there are no surprises or shocks when the kids leave. Like, you know where each other are at. <laughs> you know what each other like. Right, right. You know what your plans are, what your thoughts are, what I would like to do, what yeah. you would like to do, what's a good compromise. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're talking. You're yeah. talking. You're communicating all the time. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, well, as long as you are. You know, and I think... That's why communication is important. Well, and ongoing communication because, you know... To, to say to someone, I don't believe this anymore, mm-hmm. or I don't think this anymore, or I've changed my mind about this subject or this topic, those are hard conversations to have because sometimes we learn something about someone, like they believe a certain way or they think a certain way, and then we just assume they always think that yeah, way. Yeah, that's great. That's right? the way they, that's their point well, on that, it, and that, I, that's the way it's always going to be. You know, especially, especially like, say, in a marriage or in a long-term relationship when you've known somebody a long time, you go, yeah, I know exactly what they would do, or I know exactly what they would say, and we, and we don't even give them the opportunity to actually say what they would say, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's just not fair to them and to that relationship, but we make these assumptions based upon, you know, past when... Everybody changes. Everybody changes. We, we change our minds. We change our tastes. We change our opinions. We change our beliefs sometimes. Oh, my gosh, dude. And Rocky Four all over. Right? Remember at the end of Rocky Four, where he's like freaking out and he's like, everybody can change. <laughs> Just remember, everybody can change. And you then the change. translator in Russian is over there. He's like, and he's doing the uh, Russian thing and he's like... Uh, when I walked into this ring, I thought you were one guy, and I was this other guy, and I hated you, and I wanted to destroy you, but I've changed, and and if I can change, you can change, and everybody can change. I remember the scene. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Go back and watch Rocky IV. That's the one that I cried. You want to talk about crying like a... Did did you uh, really? When that I can change speech came on, Waterworks, dude. I'm, I can change too. I, thank I was you, like, Rocky. Cold, thank you. Cold War propaganda. Oh, oh that and entire the movie War. is amazing. Rhetoric. Wow. When you go back and watch that as an adult, oh, you yeah. realize the entire movie yeah. is montages. It is literally <laughs> one montage after another. It, it really is after yeah. another after another. It's like these music videos that are all connected together. <laughs> With a few, like when he goes driving in the car, uh, and then it switches to him like training, and then it switches (laughs) to the fight, which ends up being a montage in itself. Yeah. Just remember, everybody can change. Everybody can change. That's true. (sighs) I don't know. What are you even talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You 
were talking. We totally about. derailed the conversation. <laughs> See, that's because you were giving me the Rocky Balboa speech over there, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, because people could change, change. And you could change, and we all change. Everybody change. could change. People change." And so the point with that people change <laughs> is that we should probably try to stay in constant communication with each other about how we're doing, how we're thinking, what's changing. What are you thinking about now that you used to not think about before? Kind of those kind of questions. I think those are important questions. Like, hey, is, do you do you believe something now that you didn't believe five years ago? That's a decent conversation starter. Yeah. You know, yeah, like a date clear, night or something. Clear communication is key, man. Mm-hmm. That it is. And it doesn't have to be drawn out. You know, no. what I've realized is clear communication. If you, you know what I'm working on? I, I'm really working on this. Say what you mean to say. Say what you mean to say. So go ahead. Sorry. In as few words as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> think about what you're going to say. Yeah. 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 And get your point across right. as fast and as clearly as you can. I'm working on this as a personal challenge because yeah. I like end up repeating myself and I say the same thing in like three different ways, hoping that one of the ways you'll relate to or catch. So I'll like say a point yeah. and then I'll say it in a different way so that you catch it and then I'll say it in another way. And well, so I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. I mean, what if what if somebody doesn't understand it the first time? Because it takes forever. Let the person Ask questions. Well, okay. Yeah. Say your point. If they don't understand, they should tell you. They should tell you. And then you can explain it again. Exactly. Okay, so right, that makes sense. I'm learning like, okay. this is happening. This is what I think. Here's what I think we should do. Boom. Nice. Done. Nice. And then the person, you know, Kimberly for the... It reminds mm. me of a CD I got when I was an early business owner. And I was trying to learn about sales and selling and trying to communicate with people better. And the title of this CD, this is, a, this is like a training. It's like one of those uh, um, book on tape kind of a, a, a thing that you, can, that you can get from the people who put books on tape. I can't think of the name. Anyway, it was how to get your point across in 30 seconds or less. This was a CD. And this, it was a, about a 48-minute long training. The irony of that was not lost on me. It took you 48 minutes to tell me how to get my point across in 30 seconds or less. I'm thinking if this actually worked, the, the CD should only be about 30 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would believe it because then they actually did it. But, you know, that's just... That's awesome. That's just me. That's just me. Yeah, and just get your point across your point in across. 30 seconds. Or less. That should be it, dude. It really should. Whoa, what are you doing? Is this the... Is this the Rocky scene? Are you allowed to play this? I came here tonight. Oh my God. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I seen a lot of people hating me and I didn't know what to feel about that. So I guess I didn't like you much, none either. <laughs> During this fight, I've seen a lot of changes. The way you felt about me and the way I felt about you. In here, there were two guys killing each other. But I guess that's better 
Я думаю, что это лучше, чем даже 20 миллионов долларов. Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. Everybody can eat pizza. Can eat pizza. Wow. Oh, see, dude, tears. Thunderous applause. Tears running down my face. I'm my, crying. My tears are because I'm laughing. <laughs> wow. Everybody can eat pizza. That's the Russian translation. <laughs> wow. Everybody can change. Total derail. Again. Oh wow! Sorry, I had Stuck to get that Rocky in there. Four, man. I had to get that in there. <laughs> All right. Well, so um, what have you learned today? Not to wear masks. Are you serious right now, Clark? No. What did we learn today? <laughs> what, what did we learn today? If I can change, <laughs> you can change. Everybody. Everybody can change. Can change. Use. <laughs> Everybody can eat pizza. Uh, I felt about use. <laughs> How you felt about me. That's what I took away. Hey. Holy cow, dude. Your speech <laughs> oh. almost drew me to tears just like the Rocky Balboa speech. <laughs> My speech? Woo. Uh, I do have a funny story. Let's hear it. Do you want to hear it? Let's get it done. Really? All right, man. Let's wrap things up for Colonel. <laughs> Sean, he had a, um, uh, Sean had a long... Um, he'd heard a story of a family tradition. Talking about, you know, families and stuff. He had long heard the story of a family tradition. It seems his father and his grandfather and even his great-grandfather had all been able to walk on water on their 18th birthday. On that special day. This is already uh, <coughs> blasphemous and it? it is offensive because well, only out. Jesus walked check on water. Out. Well, I guess Peter did too. On that special day. Let's go ahead. Their 18th birthday. They would walk across the lake to their local pub, the Murphy's Bar, and get their first legal drink because back when it was 18. So when Sean's 18th birthday arrived, he and his friend Mick took a boat, rowed out in the middle of the lake. Sean stepped out of the boat. He immediately sank, nearly drowned. He was only saved by Mick, who managed to pull him back into the boat. So he was furious, right? Furious and confused. He went to see his grandmother, and he said, Gran, tis my 18th birthday. So why can't I walk across the water like me father, me grandfather, and his father before him? Grandma looked deep into Sean's troubled eyes, looked at him with a kind, benevolent eyes, and said, because they were all born in January and the lake was frozen over. You were born in August, you f idiot. <laughs> your uh, your <laughs> Irish accent is what makes that. Oh, does it make it good? Oh, it makes it great. I didn't do the up-down like you do. No, it's a, it's a yodel. That's what the Irish accent is. <laughs> Everything's a yodel. Everything's you go high, and then you go low. <laughs> That's it. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> no. I just thought we'd bring that back. That was a good joke. That was a great joke. That was a good joke anyway. And on that note, please share and subscribe and give us a five-star rating so other people can hear about the podcast. Five stars? Is it four or five? I don't know. I failed math so many times. I, I, I don't know. Just share <laughs> us. and We're going to have to grow organically, and it's up to our listeners because uh, we don't know what we're doing. We don't promote, so it's up to you. Did that one go over your head? It did. I just was worried about what I was saying. That one went over your head. <laughs> you want me to say it again? Yeah, go ahead. I said, 
I failed math so many times I can't count. The DC experiment. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. <laughs> 